This is the Jay Che Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Let's begin. And you chug them. And, uh, yeah, get, get, get the mic right, right up there. Right and up it too. was, um, like aloe it, water? Uh, it would, he would just, he had these huge, like, elephant aloe plants, they were called. And he would cut it down the side, scoop it out into a blender, just mix it with purified water and ice, and you'd chug it, and it would, like, energize you. And, but you'd have aloe. to be just an aloe plant. Yeah. And it, it kind of like, say, if you ate something acidic, it would, it's very base, so it would neutralize all that. But you got to be careful because you can't do it too much because then it your your stomach acids become like too base, okay. you know, instead of acidic. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, yeah, I don't think I've ever had aloe drink. Yeah, or aloe was water. A, I always always think of aloe when you think of sunburns. Yes, and it right? works incredible for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not not at, yeah. like not not like like to the digest. I use it, it for like aftershave. Oh, you do after a shave? Yeah, uh-huh, I just uh-huh. put it on, or even before. Right. It's an incredible plant. You ever use, uh, gosh, what is that product called? It's shave butter. Uh, I know, but it's, I've heard yeah, of it. Shave I butter. Use... And like, I, don't, I mean, I don't have much of facial yeah. hair. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's annoying to have still have to shave every day. Yeah. And you just slap that stuff on and it just, yeah. and you don't have, there's zero burn. Yeah. Afterwards. I use one called Shave Secret. Shave Secret. And it's like this tiny little bottle. Same kind of, you put it on, it's almost, it's not oily, but it's like a film that just, it just, yeah, it works awesome. It's cheap, too. Okay. Uh, JHA <laughs> Show, episode 143. I am here with Adam Novak. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Jay. Hey, uh, yeah. um, what we were talking about, uh, you're from Kansas. Yes. Right? Hiawatha, and, Kansas. Uh, Hiawatha. Born and bred, yeah. Okay. What, I mean, that's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's yeah. in the northeast corner of Kansas, like 15 minutes from Nebraska and 30 from uh, Missouri. Okay. So, yeah. And then, like, my grandparents are from Haddam, Kansas, which is, like, population 300. Right. And I mean, how do you end have- up in the middle of nowhere? Like, what, 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 I mean, where, where did your family yeah. come from and say, and say, hey, you know what? We're going to stop moving from wherever we came from. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah. just end up in the middle yeah. of the United States. Well, my dad and mom both grew up in Haddam, Kansas, so where my grandparents are from. Then my dad uh, went to Kansas State University and Kansas University, and then Kansas City, and worked at Black and Veatch Engineering Firm. Mm-hmm. And so then, when he started having kids, they decided they wanted to move to a different location. Um, and so that's when they moved to Hiawatha. Yeah, no, but but where did the Novaks oh. come from? Oh, uh, check. Well, Czechoslovakia, then Czech Republic. So okay. that's the, and I, I, it wasn't, if I'm right, it, it wasn't very far removed where, uh, let's say, I don't know what it would be, great great grandfather moved over from the Czech Republic to f- farm in the United States. To, so to farm. That's, okay. Yeah, that's my understanding of how it happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. The, the, you, I mean, they, they moved from, you know, Eastern Bloc yeah. Europe, right? Possibly yeah. Soviet era, uh, 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 yeah. right? Yeah, possibly. Czech, uh, yeah. Czechoslovakia, yeah. right? And maybe even earlier than that and decide to yeah. go to Kansas. I'd to love farm. to do one of those ancestry tests to see yeah. the true, yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, Trace it back. I am uh, 
more Neanderthal than ninety-eight point some percent of the the population of the United States. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. kind of quite proud of that fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of Neanderthal in me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. It's Che, but it's C H O E. How does that so happen? if if you write it out in uh-huh. nat- in in the native language, uh-huh. the it's it's almost like the spelling becomes C H O E, but the O and the E combined uh-huh. is an A. Ah, right. So it's right. like A or A Y rather. Yeah. So that hence gotcha. the Che. Gotcha. I don't know how they managed <laughs> yeah. to make that happen, man. Yeah. But it yeah. did. Um, hey, tell me about drone elevations. Oh man! So this is your this is your company, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, May will be six years, full six years, going on seven years of doing it. Um, I I could tell you how I started. So I'm a graphic designer by trade, and that's Mm -hmm. I was I've been doing that. I just looked on my LinkedIn like 34 and a half years or something. You know, when I had my first graphic design job. Actually, I wanted to be a fine artist, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, oh, you're, you know, starving artists, all that. And then we had high school career day, and the, here was graphic designer, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect, that's perfect, yeah. yeah. So I love it. I love the diversity of it. I love having, you know, a just such a diverse group of clients mm-hmm. that you're working on, you know, a bowling alley in the morning and a website for a law firm and just everything. And that's what I love about the job and life in general. So, you know, and like everything, doing it that many years, you're starting to, I wouldn't burn out. I just was kind of, you know, doing the same thing over and over. So I started looking at becoming a Adobe Photoshop certified trainer. I started looking at EPUBs, you know, Mm -hmm. where you, on your tablet, because I felt everything's going. And then I was doing a website for a real estate agent. He said, I'm going to hire, he was focusing on this retirement community. He said, I'm going to hire a drone pilot to showcase this community, here's a video, what do you think of his work? And I'm watching that video, and I'm thinking, why am I not doing this? Like, this is everything. I've, I've been a photographer pretty much since I could walk, you know, and and I just loved, and literally, while I'm watching that video, an email alert popped up, and it said, become a commercial, something totally separate, it popped up, uh, become a commercial drone pilot attend our three-day <laughs> seminar in san diego i told my wife i'm gone that's like, google I'm, AdWords working for you right there. no it was an email <laughs> Google analytics working for yeah, you. yeah <laughs> it was actually an email and so uh so i told my wife i'm going i'm not going to overthink this i'm just doing it and i went i actually called the company i said are you coming to florida they said we just are getting started we don't know when mm-hmm. but eventually so I went out to this three-day seminar. Just, just uh, FYI, Google yeah. just changed your life. Whatever <laughs> yeah, operating yeah. system and yeah. and, their, and yeah. the way they do their ads or whatnot. Yeah. And, oh, and no. then with the email uh, and whatnot, yeah. you probably typed in drone yeah. or something or, yeah. or or stayed on a video or whatever yeah. that presentation yeah. so long. They're like, ooh, yeah. he might like this. Have, and then boom, sends you an email. Have you seen Social Dilemma? I have not. Oh, I, you, I, you I don't want to see it. Everybody, anyone out. listening, yes. and But you need to see it. And definitely your kids need to see it. Right. If you're a parent, you got to see it. Um, no, it actually, the head of their marketing, this network, um, he targeted graphic designers and photographers in the United States. Uh-huh. So it was actually him that sent out that email blast. Mm-hmm. So so I fly out there. Well, I, I, first I go, you know, I don't know anything about drones, really. I saw one in the mall once, and I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. They was like, you can fly all the way around your house. I'm like, no way. There's no way it can yeah. do that. And so, and that was just a little toy racing drone. Um, so, 
So I, I realized I don't know anything about it. So I went and I Google searched anything in my area that was doing anything with drones. And there was a drone convention in Orlando for resellers. And I wasn't interested in that, but I just needed to immerse myself in it. Yeah. So I go over there and then I start looking at the speakers. You could choose like what speaker you wanted to see. And one of them, his name was the Drone Boss. And that was the conference I was going to. His mm-hmm. name is Damon Darnell. Okay. Awesome guy. I I met him in the hallway, just a great, awesome individual, very genuine, very sincere. Mm-hmm. And back then I was, I was going to pay a company like, I don't know, $3,000 or something to get my, it was called a 333 exemption. Okay. That's what you needed. Now they have what's called a part 107, which is a pilot's license mm-hmm. to fly the drone. So it was a hard process. He said, don't do it. When you go to this conference, you'll have a chance to join our network. So I go to the conference, you know, day one, awesome. We f- I fly the drone for the first time. And then in the middle of day two, they, they introduce that there's an opportunity to join their network. Well, me being a graphic designer, I'm going, you know, I got to do a logo, a website, content, brochures, all this marketing. And so when they announced in the seminar, like those seminars often they do, where half the audience is like, oh. Like they tricked us. Oh, it's the sales brought us here to do. Yeah, I'm going. Oh yes, like that just saved me three, four hundred hours worth of work. You know, Uh, so I joined the network, and that was their second. They they're out of Houston. They had the first one. It's called Sky Eye Network, and their events are called Drone Command Live. And they've kind of stopped with COVID and all that for now. But and they're doing virtual ones. So so I joined that network, um, and and. then when I come back, I take all that content, post it on a website, have my company running in a week, have my first client in two weeks. And six years later, it's been crazy yeah. ever since. I okay. mean, it's just so so that's what what my path was. And and then it's I'm still a member of that network and it's awesome because it's such a great group of like minded individuals. Mm-hmm. We're all positive. We kind of have a lot of different sayings, but one is a rising tide rises all ships. So we yeah. all help each other out. We mm-hmm. all um, get got each other's backs, you know. It's, so, it's so, an so, awesome. So how, do, so, how do you make money with this? So, what do you, what oh, do you, do? What is, I mean, what is the, what how do you not? I mean, yeah, here's something to kind of wrap your head around imagine if you're at the beginning of the cell phone industry the automobile industry the it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to be at the beginning of an industry in its infancy mm-hmm. you know it's a huge massive tidal wave that's coming you know and just being in front of it you can be horrible and still be a success so mm-hmm. uh actually it's kind of a occupational hazard because there's so many ways to make money in the beginning what i was doing there's an analogy where when you're holding a magnifying glass on something, trying to get a fire started, yeah. you know, and it starts and then you move it over here and you start another and then you move it over here and you move it. That's what I was doing. So I, I was doing agriculture, construction, um, inspections. There's really kind of two industries. One mm-hmm. is inspection and data collection. Mm-hmm. And then the other is kind of more the creative side, photography, photography, photography. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. real so, estate. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, so I was really trying to be everything to everybody and right. just, it was getting to be overwhelming. And I just continually, I'm like, I can't take on anymore. And then you find a way to do it, to do it. 
So, uh, and real estate is a really good one to start in a really good training ground, a really good base to go. And then, you know, all the time I get, because I'm a graphic designer and I know how to do organic search engine optimization and all that, I get calls randomly all the time for whatever jobs. I mean, I was even, at one point I was getting into dropping people's cremated ashes from drones. I mean, you can, <laughs> what? yeah, yeah. It, it, what I it developed was um, three packages where one is we just drop them wherever you want them. Nobody's there. And then a middle package where you could, um, uh, we videotape it yeah. and, and create a video around it. And then the, the upper package was we scan your old photos. We do voiceovers. We mic you up and, right. and do like a, you know, your last words and, and that kind of thing. Okay, so I right, mean, you can on, make stuff I think, up. I, I you just you know, when I think of cremation, and I think of, of like up. you know, like opening the the coffee can or yeah, the, or yeah, the yeah, jar, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the ashes go yeah. everywhere, like Lebowski. Yeah. You know, if you remember <laughs> yeah. the film, oh, no, right? I, right? They're on that cliff yeah, and near the beach, yes, and they, yeah. you know, it's just a complete yeah. mess. So, so you have. Yeah. Your drone that has a canister uh -huh. attached to it, you and push it a button, will, you push a button, drops, and yeah. it'll drop the canister, drop the ashes, or take the the lid yeah. off of it, if you will, yeah. and just, yeah, uh huh, and yeah. there it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can add flowers or colors or whatever you want to make it a little more, you know, dramatic. And, right. Yeah. And right. then you videotape it, and then they get to keep that. Okay. Memento. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I my point you can I knew a guy burning Spanish moss off of power lines until the FAA made it illegal to have a flamethrower and a gun on your drone. <laughs> so what? you can literally make stuff up. You can but he attached and, a flamethrower to his drone and was burning Spanish moss off of power no lines. Yeah. Way. I've seen parachutes burn off of um on I a think YouTube I've seen video. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. but that's not that's legal creative. anymore. Yeah. All right. And and there's just more and more. This technology is is insane. How fast it's going. And when the swarming technology, like, did you see? Um, I know with the Olympics they do the, uh, yeah, the fireworks, yeah, but that's yeah. not the fireworks. It's just the drone. drone. Did you see Halos? New. I th I want to say they flew over probably either L.A. or Hollywood. Uh -huh. The swarm of drones flew over and um, in different formations yeah. that were like the Halo character. I don't okay. know. I, I didn't, didn't see it, but it. I know yeah. what you're talking about. And then yeah. it and then it formed a QR code and it sat there and people would take it with their phone and it Whoa. would take you to the trailer or the you know. But and that kind of like firework type show has come so far so fast. Like in uh, even uh, the Sun and Fun, uh, I went you know a couple of years ago and saw it and said, like, eh, man, you know, all right. But I saw it last year. It was amazing. Yeah. And so, but that swarming technology in agriculture, in any space, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you have multiple drones flying together to achieve the same mission, yeah, um, that's going to be a big, a big thing. But um, I mean, that that stuff just reminds me of Skynet. Right. That's, that's like yeah. that's like that's like yeah. the precursor to like yeah. Terminator. Yeah. And then Terminator yeah. robots come in to you yeah. know, destroy it's humankind. Like, yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> well. I don't have that kind of mindset, but I tell you, I saw a um, video of like a Taliban or it was several years ago. Uh, you know, every day I, I probably fly the drone 30 minutes a day, five days a week. And I, I shoot real estate homes and I point the drone straight down and shoot it. Well, this Taliban, same thing, same user interface, same everything. Yeah. Push a button, boom, drop, bomb drops. I mean, it gives me goosebumps now. It's just uh, there are a lot of, um, you know, government agencies that are 
terrified of these things because right. in the wrong hands, yeah. you know, they... I mean, it's deadly they, technology that's yeah. easily accessible. Yeah. And, right? and, and that's kind of a neat thing about being in this new industry is we all are in it together and we're all helping each other, not just in my network, but just overall. We all seem to be, you know, on the right path, doing the right thing, kind of, you know, it's somewhat aware of, of the dangers of it, but also just... Um, sending out a positive message right. about it. You know? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to, to have my drone Uber come pick me up <laughs> yeah. and take oh, yeah. me to like, yeah. you know, it's almost said there. destination. Yeah. Right. It's, it, yeah. Autonomous. Yeah. There, I think you can get, they're starting to take pre-orders for some, I want to say. Yeah. I know the Prince of Dubai flew in one a few right. years ago and now it's, I mean, wouldn't it's a getting, drone it's be it's easier there. to pilot than a helicopter? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You've got well, and I the one I saw is quadcopters, so you got four blades yeah. all so yes. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like my drone, you know, if you get in any trouble, you just let go and it hovers. And it just it's, stays in one yeah. spot. It's really uh you know, for photography it's like a tripod in the sky. You've got no limitations. I mean, other than four hundred right. feet and the Have yeah. you ever had your hand in in uh in like trying to do those racing things? I I would love to. I thought about doing it like when I'm 90 years old or something. I mean, just like, to, you know, just to like, see like, like how, what your skill set well, is, right? To so be able to do something like that. The guys that do it, what I've heard, they're like, be careful because when you do it, you're hooked and and like you want to do it all the time. Um, but now they're starting to get more on a video production, a videography level. Have you seen some of these YouTube well, I've seen, videos? I've seen where, the, like a, what music videos where they're, yeah. they're using a drone to capture aerial photography and doing all yeah. these fly-throughs and whatnot yeah. through you know yeah. buildings and rooms and whatever. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's Pretty one. Stuff. There's a couple. One that comes to mind. It's a bowling alley. I mean, you know, like people walk in the front door. And the drone, boom, flies in, flies down the alleys, flies through the pins, flies through the back. It's Amazing. insane. And yeah, it's all, yeah. like, real time. I mean, these uh-huh. pilots are incredible. They're reflexes. I saw one. Uh, but no, I haven't done one. But. With um, Conor McGregor as uh, a UFC fighter and a uh-huh. sports personality. Uh-huh. Uh, he has a restaurant in Ireland somewhere, mm-hmm. a restaurant slash pub. And yeah. he had a, a drone fly through and do this whole thing. And I was blown away. I was yeah. like, wow, that's magnificent. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's, but yeah, 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 totally geeking out on yeah on drone stuff. Like I want one, but I, I but I you know, I, but yeah. I'm like I, w- I wouldn't know where to start. Yeah, you know? I see. Yeah. Like if you go, well, if you go to like like I don't know, like Marshalls or Ross, yeah. and you go to the toy section, you'll yeah. see drones there. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, obviously, those are the ones yeah. that you want to. A lot of those are harder to fly. Um, I tell you, the the big. 500 pound grill in the room dji is just far superior what than, is that uh, DJI. it's it's actually a i want to say a chinese guy's name i would not even come close to pronouncing it but mm-hmm. dji is just the industry leader by far okay. they're coming out with they just came out with a brand new one they come out with new two three new drones every year and mm-hmm. then their competitor comes out like with a backpack or something you know there is one other drone on the marketplace that's that's making an impact. It's called Skydio, and that mm-hmm. thing is is incredible. But I I feel like DJI is starting to kind of reverse engineer some of their technology and putting it into theirs. Yeah. But like you can follow a mountain biker through trees on some of DJI's products. If you have object avoidance on, it will just beep 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 beep, beep, beep and you, it won't. There's just too much in a forest for right. it to figure out. 
But the Skydio uses artificial intelligence and it will predetermine its best path of action and and it will keep that mountain biker in frame the whole time. It's unbelievable. Hmm. But Skydio is doing some neat stuff where if you're starting a company, they'll help you figure out your business model and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But other ways th- that to make money, like I was doing in the start, the software company that I was using pivoted and went to something else, which was really disappointing. But I was, um, so I would go to a golf course and I would drop pins where let's say hole, hole one, you know, fairway one. And I would, the drone automatically flies up to whatever height I predetermined, like say 150 feet. And then it flies back and forth in that area capturing photos straight down Mm -hmm. then those photos get stitched together in what's called an ortho mosaic it's like a quilt if you will Mm -hmm. of photos and then those get ran through software and it says this area is green this area is brown and it almost creates like a thermal type imagery Mm -hmm. and so then that greenskeeper could or the the general manager could say okay go he could touch the brown area it would send a text message to his greenskeeper he would go and check out that area, take a soil sample, report back whatever the findings were, or, and I'm just sitting in a golf cart, you know, while and you've this done is this. flying. Yeah. And you've done yeah. this for yeah. golf courses. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, but, and the neat thing about the golf courses were, you know, one was only interested in their fairways. Others were only interested in their greens. Others just wanted tree count. Others, but when you're flying a drone with data collection like that, it's like taking a survey from the sky. So mm-hmm. you can say... We want to remove this um, sand trap and put another one over here. So how much sand are we going to need if um, mm-hmm. I've done volumetrics where I measure piles of concrete to determine how much concrete is in that pile? Mm-hmm. Uh, roof inspections, it's it's unbelievable. I'll So I'll fly my drone in certain patterns, uh, take shots at all these, you know, kind of predetermined angles. And then all those images, every image we take is geotagged so uh, with information so it knows where all the photos are relatively to each other so then all those images i i want to say you know at that time when i was doing it more um i think maybe someone by hand would say okay here's a damaged shingle Mm -hmm. you know and this was by hail or this was man-made right someone would physically have to get up uh, on the roof in order no no looking at the imagery okay got it. Um, i think you know probably now it's it's a a computer to some extent probably at some point a a human looks at it but anyway once that damn that imperfection is pinpointed then it it can be analyzed from all those different angles all right so so at the end you've got the image of the roof and there's all these you know yellow squares for hail damage, red squares for human damage or whatever. And then it prints out like a 50 page report. It says, here's how many shingles you're going to need. Here's how many two by fours. Here's how many nails. And then it, it applies Florida pricing to it. So, and then it says, here's what it's going to cost to repair your roof. I mean, and this is so like the golf side of it. Now take that into agriculture. Now Mm -hmm. throw a thermal camera or NDVI camera or a, you know, LIDAR on right. it. You can do cell phone tower inspections, power line inspections. Oh, it's limitless. It's limitless. I mean, and, and so, I'm, so are you just like slammed with work? Yes. Yes. Are, so, are you doing so, this operation all by yourself or you got like staff? Um, I, I, yes and no. So in the beginning I scaled up and then I kind of scaled down and then I'm scale and now I'm going through a scaling up. A lot of it is subcontractors. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm getting to a point. So I'm building my team and um, I'm onboarding real estate photographers. So, uh, but I'm coming to the realization that, you know, I really need to just do more of a full-time hire. Um, you know, it, it's part, it, it's just hard to build a team, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a process and it's especially when people, you're, period. and especially when you're busy and then, you know, you got to make the money and then you got to build the team and like you, you need the team them. for the money and you need the money for the team, you know, and it's just, it's yeah. a challenge. So, um, so, uh, yes, uh, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but what I, what I finally determined after a while, you know, trying to be everything to everybody, I was wearing myself thin. So I actually, I have a colleague here that he, he has a drone company that then he pivoted into an artificial intelligence engineering firm. So now my, my, um, inspection work that comes to me, um, I outsource to him mm-hmm. and then, and I'm really, cause I, I got to a point where I go, okay, what do I want to do? You know, what, what, and I want to travel the world, see beautiful places and stay in, so I've really started, really been heavily focused with real estate because real estate is a great training ground to build a team that then can then pivot into high-end resorts, vacation rentals, luxury hotel, you know, all right. of that. So that's the path that, that I'm taking currently. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. damn, dude, that's exciting. It is, right? It I is. mean, but I mean, but building a team is it is difficult. Yeah, you People, got a trait, great team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, my it, guys are Jacob great. Is, yeah. Well, yeah, Jacob is yeah. He reminds Olivia. me of Superman, Clark Kent. Yeah, he does yeah, look right? like Clark right? Kent, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but your your foundation of karate is you know discipline and and yeah and well, I, I try my best. Uh, yeah <laughs> but you right? know uh, um yeah you know you got you got great kids man you're watching yeah. kids they're 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 great uh, I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to seeing dax yeah uh, oh my gosh thank god yeah, you you and your wife are like oh my god well he's <laughs> he's like do i need to be worried no no he there was a point we said it was funny we we're like we're, is he gonna be on the side of good or evil and he's good <laughs> he is a sweetheart he, it, the, the biggest difference was like when Cohen was young, he would go do something and he'd look back kind of like, are you watching to see what I'm right. doing? Or is it okay if I'm doing this? And you know, first child kind of thing. Mm. And then Dax is just head on head first into everything. But right. the thing is he's, so he's watching Cohen do his kicking and stuff. So Dax is doing it now and I'm holding up my hands and he, his little fists are like daggers. I mean, he <laughs> punches hard and they are sharp. And yeah, he's sharp knuckles, yeah, man. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. tall, really yeah. tall. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to to seeing those two guys. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. both of them simultaneously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so where are you going to take this then with the, with the drone stuff? I mean, like you know, you, you mentioned that you want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it just sounds like you want to retire one day or not work as much. Uh, right? No, I, I mean, I don't think I'll ever. I I love to work uh, in a, in a sense of um I can't say I I I'm just active I'm active all yeah. the time doing something and right. and almost to a point of I'm I'm like I'm overwhelming myself but then I step take a step back and I go this is what I love I love the diversity I mm-hmm. love if I'm got breath in these lungs I'm living right, right now so yeah. so um. I'll always be doing something really what I'm focusing and basing it all on is really giving back, um, employing people, hiring, mm-hmm. you know, 
you make an impact on sure. the people that, that are around you. So, yeah. um, the, the drone in the, or the, my drone company is, um, is really kind of more based on that. Um, yeah. a, a lot of the income coming in, I want to give back, you right. know, you're reinvesting and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And like one thing I'm, I'm currently working on is, um, is, uh, illustrating a children's book for drone safety and drone awareness, kind of educating them on the possibilities of drones, mm-hmm. of what you can do. You're doing a children's book on drones? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I, my, my logo, the little mascot is Dre, Dre the drone. So okay. it's the adventures of Dre. Okay. And it just goes over, you know, just mainly an illustrated book. Are you going to self-publish? Uh, yeah. I mean, through Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or is it going to be digital, or is it going to be hard, uh, like hard copy? Hard yeah, copy. and then I'll take it to all the schools in Lakeland uh-huh. and um, do a drone demonstration, and then hand out the books. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you do uh, for your workouts? I know your wife, oh. uh, Randy, yeah. like she's always running. Yeah. Like I see. Yeah. Yeah. She's She's one of those where if she doesn't work out, she gets in a funk. You know, mm-hmm. I realized about myself, I'm one where if I don't get my hands dirty, I get in a funk. Like I got to be, I'm an outdoors person okay. and I got to be outdoors. I got to be doing something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I coach baseball uh, for my oldest son. But so I played sports since I could walk. I mean, football, basketball, track, played baseball in college mm-hmm. at Kansas State. We Kansas. Were so, so, you, so you played ball at Kansas State? Yes. Uh-huh. Kansas nice. State University. What position yeah. were you? Well, I came in when I came in. I was outfielder and first base. I'm lefty, yeah. and uh, and then I struggled with hitting because um, and it's what I teach my. I actually just yesterday I did a one on one with one of the players because. So when you start your swing, you need to start. Uh, it's called a load. So you okay. just lift up your foot, mm-hmm. and when I was growing up, I didn't have trouble catching up with the ball, right? But mm-hmm. when I got into college. My first at bat, I struck out. I came to the dugout. The coach was like, what pitch was that? I'm like, I've never seen anything like that. It was coming straight at me 85 miles an hour and dropped in for a strike. I don't know what it was. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a yeah. slider. But uh-huh. but um, I, no one ever, I don't, not that I recall, that ever taught me to – a lot of coaches say start your swing early. It's really just get your timing going. Right. And so you really want to get your timing going like when the pitcher's releasing the ball or uh-huh. – at a certain point, every pitcher is a little different. But if you don't do that, then you can't catch up to the ball, yeah. especially at that level. So uh, pitcher is what I ended up in my senior year. I was six and zero, and I was real happy with that. Yeah, the whole but you didn't pursue career. like uh, after college. You didn't I, pursue like I, the, the you know majors. I considered it. Um, I I started to do a pro tryout. Um, I was considering that, but you know, in the end. I played with some amazing baseball players, amazing. Yeah. And they went up to higher levels of baseball and I saw them struggle, you know. It right. these pro athletes are freaks. I mean, they <laughs> especially nature, in yeah. especially in baseball. It's not I mean, you can be great. Yeah. You yeah. can be great and you can do something great, but with baseball consistency, not not just in a game batting practice you hit the ball on the face every time you crush it every i mean it just is consistency consistency right so you i kind of see yourself i kind of saw that, path. that yeah yeah, yeah but it. it was uh, it i mean you made it to playing college yeah, ball yeah. i the, right? the part that was um that i 
that I did consider was that because my senior year I was six and oh, and I was improving. You know, I kind of was starting to peak right at the end, but still, even even if I peaked more at the pro level, it's it's going to be it, you, yeah, yeah, it wasn't going to yeah. be enough. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you already saw the writing yeah. on the wall, right? So then, so then I, I you know, we would do two a day weight training. We do you know just running and track and everything, and I just did so many sports all my life growing up. That then, then I well, I would. I did a lot of 5Ks, and I did a lot of uh, – I, I, I'm more of a long sprinter, like yeah. 400 meters, things like that, high hurdles, I high jumped, mm-hmm. I, um, things like that. But the um, – so I got to a point where I then over these last six years, I've been so focused on um, family and work mm-hmm. that I'm like, I need to get cardio in, yeah. right? You're like, not in bad I got to do it. Well, I've always – I'm one of those people where I um, – live to eat i don't eat to live mm-hmm. i just like my mom would say i'd come home from school and i'd make a salad or something like i just if it's it's fuel you right, know to get right. me so i'll just eat carrots or whatever you know, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. that fuel going um so so but i got you know you got to keep your heart healthy so i'm going you know running is and and you know over all the sports and everything you know your knees take a beating and all of that so you're out running you got to figure out where you're going to run. You're running over curbs and cracks and cars and all of that yeah. stuff. I go, what is the easiest that I could do? And it's jump rope. You know, I mean, so you skip rope. I I jump rope thirty minutes a day every day. Yeah. Now, with a little asterisk. So what I did on on my fiftieth birthday, I did a Facebook post for a thirty day challenge, uh-huh. and I said I'm going to jump rope. And I've done this before, but you know, part of a part of a challenge when you're undertaking something like that, if you don't have somebody holding you accountable, right. it's kind of easy to yeah. skip out on it. Sure. But so, on Facebook though, yeah, you're so, holding yourself accountable. So, and which yeah. was really cool. Cause I'm not a social media person. And, and, and when I was doing that, you know, I'm reconnecting with these friends from baseball and high school and all that. So it's really cool. But so I went 85 days. And then when I was coaching, baseball I there was this little sprinkler head cover that was like one inch lower than the ground and I stepped on it and twisted my knee Mm -hmm. and then I got water on my knee so I had to I'm currently on a break from that I actually just saw my doctor this morning and he's referring me anyway what you have water on your what 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 does that mean well um I don't know it's an inflammation okay inflammation yeah so it just was a tiny little nagging injury but knee injuries are weird so I did the the senior senior games because mm-hmm. now I'm 50. So I, it was one of my goals. I always said I wanted to be an Olympic athlete. Hold on, back up. What are okay. the senior games? Uh, well, it used to be called Senior Olympics. Uh-huh. And I have a friend that's a runner here at, um, in Lakeland. And she, when she was turning 50, somebody said, told her, they said, you should do the senior games or the senior Olympics. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, I always wanted to be an Olympic athlete. Right. So this could be like my check it off the bucket list kind of is this like anyway. part of the ioc uh, well now they call it or? now they call it the senior games so it's uh it's like you compete in your county uh-huh. and then if you if you are in the top three i want to say then you go compete in uh the state yeah and then if you're in the top whatever of that then you go to nationals well it's been actually with covid things kind of changed this year but yeah. anyway so this was my first year doing it 
So I did. Um, I actually got the uh, high jump record now for that. Okay, for, the, for, for the, Polk County. For Polk County. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now are you going to go off to, to the, state? Well, I'm. I'm not going to do it this year because what nationals is in Fort Lauderdale, and the first part is. It's like I'd have an event Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. You pretty much got to just stay in a hotel for right, a week. for that down week, there. yeah. Um, and then the other part, it used, or the years before, from my understanding, you kind of had to earn your spot for that. And right. this year, they just opened it up to everybody. So I kind of want to do it more when, like, an earning kind of thing. Got it. Personally. Okay, okay, so, all right, and, right, right. Yeah. And so, um, so I... So with my knee, it's crazy. Knee injuries are weird like that. Like I'll get out of my car and my knee will just shoot pain, but then I can go high jump, you know, or yeah. run a 400 or it's weird. Right. Just like random it, pain. So it's like yeah. 95% there. It, it's if I straighten it all the way or bend it all the way, that's when it there's pain mm-hmm. in there. So yeah. it's just inflammation. Okay. Yeah. You ever heard of a knees over toes guy? No. On Instagram? No. Huh. I'll, I'll, I'll tag you. Okay. On, on it. okay. And so he does a protocol where um, exercises where he's pulling yeah. a sled backwards to yeah. strengthen the, oh, yeah. the, the your feet, ankle, and knees. Sure. And so yeah. a lot of people that have, have these uh, knee yeah. ailments just yeah. see them vanish. Yeah. Because oh. they're, they're doing these exercises that strengthen uh, everything about it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's some fascinating stuff. Yeah. 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 I actually just had my annual physical this morning, right before this. So, yeah. and he's going to refer me to an orthopedic surgeon where they're, he's going to look at my knee and stuff. I'll ask him about right, some right. of that. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, a lot of the stuff that this guy is doing, knees over toes guy is doing, yeah. is was once thought of being just completely ludicrous. You're going to blow your knees oh, out, really? this and yeah. that. But they're like, no. Yeah. It's actually yeah. working. Yeah. 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 So the jumping rope, I, yes, yeah, I the rope love. Thing. You do 30 minutes so, at a time. So here's what, yes, here's what I, the first time I, that I realized, okay, here's a good way I can do cardio. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to do, all I need is a jump rope and that's it. So I did it. And, and after about eight days, I started going, something's happening. Like, I, what do you then, mean something's happening? I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. So I started Google searching, you know, benefits of jumping rope. And oh my gosh, there is just a l- huge list of benefits. And one of them, so imagine if you just stood at a, stared at a wall. When I was doing it in the beginning, I wasn't doing music or anything. Uh-huh. If you just stood and stared at a wall for 30 minutes, it's meditative, right? right? So there's this whole meditative process of jumping rope. And then you're jumping, which Uh is one law of physics. You're spinning the rope around, which is another. And then you're working all these tiny little muscles that haven't been worked before and all these control muscles. And it engages your brain. It like one of the benefits is it makes you smarter. I mean, that's one of the makes you smarter. Skipping rope makes you smarter. So, and then what I'm doing, so I, I did the 30 day challenge on my Facebook page and then, you know, and then I stopped at 85 cause of my knee, but I, I am also working on a video just to kind of demystify jumping rope. Cause it sounds like, oh my gosh, how could you do that? And, mm-hmm. and, and maybe even if somebody's starting out doing it, maybe I wouldn't say you, do would it. Would you do this barefoot or are you doing this? No. Tell, like, tell me your setup. And, tell me so, the setup. Yeah. So this is, this is kind of the demystifying of it that is one don't do it barefoot don't do get some awesome running your best running shoes and you could even put like work inserts oh the lights Mm -hmm. went out Mm -hmm. work inserts um in 
and one of the keys is it's not, you know, a lot of these shoe inserts, they have a lot of padding in the heel. You need padding in the toe. So like these work boot inserts that you could get at Walmart or anywhere, you want something thick on your right. toes. Okay. So then when I'm jumping rope, I'm not like doing Rocky style, all this crazy stuff. I'm very, I'm jumping off of both feet, almost like, do you snow ski? Uh, no, no. Well, when one of the goals that you try to get to in snow skiing is to keep your ankles and your legs together, almost like your two skis or one ski. Mm-hmm. And so it's more like that. You, I'm having, I'm using both feet to, to jump off the ground. And then I, my mindset is to stay like, be completely silent. Like, uh, not let the jump rope hit the ground, not let it, not let it hit my feet. And then also my feet are quiet. So it's just a, you know? Okay. All right. And so, no, so, so you're, so you're diminishing as much, yes. uh, uh, yeah. impact yeah. as yeah. possible. Yeah. And keeping it very efficient. It's a very efficient cardio where it elevates your heart rate very quickly and it keeps it maintained very quickly. And then it drops quickly after. Mm-hmm. And then I would do like, so, so how many, yeah. How many like skips yeah. would you be able yeah. to do without I, with, until you had to like stop or uh, like, right. or, like you, you, it hits your feet yeah. or ankles yeah. or whatever? Yeah. It um the first thirty seconds are the hardest, and then almost like any exercise like that, the first thirty seconds are the hardest, and the next minute's harder, and then the third minute's the hardest of mm-hmm. then of all of that, and so it's really with run with jumping rope it's really lactic acid buildup for me at least mm-hmm. like i'm not here's here's the thing that's kind of interesting about it like if you're a runner you can do it totally because it's think of think of you went out running for 30 minutes at the end you're a sweaty mess your lungs are burning you're mm-hmm. just everything hurts well if you sprint yeah all yeah. out yeah and but jumping rope i'm a sweaty mess i wear like wristbands and headbands a uh, headband but um but it's not like that. Like if you need to breathe more, you just breathe more. If you need to do, you know, so, so I'm, um, I find now I listen to music a lot when I do it. Um, I heard one of your other podcasts, you were talking about working and music. Mm -hmm. Check out, have you ever heard of binaural beats? You know, that's That's, funny that you bring that up because that's, I've been looking into that again. It's awesome. And so sometimes I'll listen to that. It really engages your, your brain, right? Mm -hmm. Left hemispheres. So, um, so I'm, uh, I find music that's like anywhere from 130 to 160 beats a minute is a pretty good, uh, like uh, how I figured it out before I'm doing, I don't remember two to three jumps a second, something like that. Mm -hmm. So, and it's kind of, there's a fine, there's a, like if you go too slow, it's harder. Mm -hmm. You kind of got to go pretty quick. And barely jump off the ground. Right, right. And just get that thing spinning. Yeah. Um, and I find the old school, like those red, white, and blue jump ropes that have those are the, the, the best. best ones like, some of them are too light. You uh-huh. can't get it spinning. Yeah. If it's like but, made out of have some sort of cloth on it, then it's gonna yeah. be too light. It's gotta almost yes. be like a yeah. Uh, yeah. like hard plastic and yeah. metal. Yeah. Yeah. So then and and I don't do any weighted ropes or anything like that. And, and you'll start feeling that like one benefit where I noticed right off the bat, like just putting your socks on and mm-hmm. standing on one foot, you mm-hmm. know, first of all, just the ease of it, but also your balance. It, it, it has, it you just got to Google search right. it because there are so many benefits to it. It's, and this it's, is the only workout that you do is skipping rope? Uh, for right now, for right now. Because I look at you and like, you're like, like a, you're a tall, skinny guy. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you, have a, you have no, I, you have I weigh no fat the on. same now as I did in high school as I did. In, the the but difference. Could it be like that, that's your, your, genetically predisposed to being uh yeah skinny. i'm sure yeah right? yeah like your um, family members like your mom dad everybody's like in the household skinny um well not so much but they're <laughs> tall they're, they're tall and uh so but it just i think it's probably more diet like like i just never well you really, do you more like on, uh, on a vegetable diet rather no, than no no i mean but i do again i think it's just kind of the mindset it's fuel Right? right. So I'm not all. You're not into sweets and like. Uh, actually, a little bit with my <laughs> kids, because uh, once they started going Halloween trick or treating, then we got this whole thing of Halloween candy you and late at night, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'll just have a couple. They're so small, kind of thing. Right. But uh, but also just I've been active. I mean, I'm I when I work, I walk on a treadmill behind my computer. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, doing the drone stuff, I'm out moving and shaking all day long and then and then coaching baseball and doing sport i'm just a sports i I just anything outdoors anything sports anything moving uh camping all that kind of stuff just love so you're just you're just active active active. what's really kind of changed is so you know when i was in high school i had less muscle but still weighed the same and then in college i actually doing workouts with you know, a college baseball team, two a days and all of that. Uh, I got a lot more muscle and now mm-hmm. I'm kind of more just sort lean. of lean. You try to like, be as lean or, as possible. Yeah, yeah. Less muscle, a little more fat. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, uh, let me, uh, let me leave you with this. Um, yes. Guilty pleasures is an, is a question that I've been asking people. Yeah. Do you have any guilty pleasures? Well, that Halloween candy the comes Halloween to mind right off. Yeah. yeah. Let me, I don't, you know, one of the things through through all of this, uh, so when I drive around for my drone jobs, I felt like I was wasting time, right? I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm just driving places. So I was trying to think of, could I get a dictation machine and start taking notes and creating content and things like that? I started listening to audio books. I mean, just the massive yeah. amount of business training books. And so... Um, where was I going with this guilty pleasure? Yeah. Huh. Um, well, I lost my train of thought. There. <laughs> all right, all right, but, all right. Fair but, enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll think of what it. Do you, what are you listening to right time. now, audiobook wise? Right now, I'm listening to an audiobook called Scale or Fail. Mm-hmm. It's building a team. Yeah. 100%. A lot of the audiobooks, you know, you listen to one and then it kind of leads you to another one and leads you to another one. Sure. Um, the Scale or Fail. I went out seeking it. I'm like, I need an audiobook on building a team. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind, let me, can I read through a list very fast? Like, yeah, yeah, good. So these are, these are, if you're an entrepreneur out there or these are, these are some of the audiobooks. Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Artist's Way. That one's incredible. It's, um, I'm sure you know about manifestation and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Larger Than Yourself, Culture Code, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The Wealthy Barber, Permission Marketing, The 10X Rule, The Lean Startup, Good to Great, Scale or Fail, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, The Ideal Team Player, and then anything on manifestation or law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And then E-Myth. And then after all that, you got to listen to Un-F Yourself. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Book. I think I have that yeah. on audiobook somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, one's, I, that one's the yeah. best on audiobook because his accent. 
and right. he cusses and you know, yeah, yeah, such yeah. A, uh, cool oh, we you can cuss on this podcast. It's no problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, all right, scale, scale or fail? Yes. I'll, I'm going to seek that out. Uh, yeah, here. it's team building. Yeah, I just really needed it. Alla, Hallie, Allison, um, mm-hmm. uh, I forget her name, but um, she really breaks it all down. Yeah. and uh, like all those audio books. All right, one more. Um, yeah, what do you want? Mm. World peace. Uh, I don't know. That that is definitely one. I want people to communicate. I want people to help. I, you know, each other. I realize we're all humans in this in this big world, and mm-hmm. we're all in it together. And you know, there's so many. Uh, it's just tribalism mm-hmm. and cultures, and we feel like we're all separate. I wish we could just work, come together, work together for the common good of humanity, and realize, you know. A yeah. rising tide rises all ships, all right. you know? Well, what do you yeah. want for yourself? Uh, that travel the world, see beautiful places. Um, I, you know, right now I'm, I'm so focused on work and family and I love being a dad mm-hmm. and I love coaching the baseball team and that influence. Right. And really, you know, realizing we all have a circle of influence, whether it's yeah. your family, your dojo, your whatever, your podcast, everything. Yeah. And, and the more we can help, each other out, you know, the, yeah. the rising tide rises all ships. All right. Fantastic. Right? I'll tell you what I want right now. Yeah. I want to go to the masters. Yeah. yeah I, man, I, I want to, I, I, I wish I was in the Augusta yeah. national right now. My friend just texted me a photo of tiger woods. He saw, him. is he there right now? I, I guess. And I said, did you ask him, uh, how his legs doing? You yeah. Know? Cause he, he, yeah. I have a friend of mine that's that actually there's right now. Tim Darby. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's over there, but yeah. damn, I'd love to go. I, I, golf is one. I said, I'm going to get into that when I can't move as much, you know? No, and, man. But, you got to get into that now. But here's what I did. I, I was lived in Tampa. So I moved from Kansas to Tampa in the year 2000. Right. And then I moved to Lakeland in 2010. So in, when I was in Tampa, I lived at an apartment complex right by USF The Claw. Okay. okay. So I would get up in the morning before work and I would walk nine holes. And wow. I loved it. It was great. Did Especially, you, play, you played nine holes? Yeah, yeah, you, I'd yeah. walk it. Okay, and walking it's the best because you don't want to hit your ball right exactly. straight. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. just hit it straight. Yeah. But I'm a lefty and I played baseball. So one time I took a golf lesson and he said, "Did you play baseball?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "My slice was dangerous. I mean, I I like I don't remember which hole it is on the claw, but the road goes along and I." sliced it and almost hit a biker coming it went like between his spokes and yeah. i'm like this yeah, is for you as a lefty good. the slice goes left and but it goes way yeah. left <laughs> and and the and i would just tee off with my irons i'm like these yeah. woods is just not working but that one coaching session i would started hooking the ball you right. know but i love it golf is and and being out on a golf course is like a nature preserve you see yeah. gators and turkeys and all this stuff it's and, relaxing and then i found out and infuriating i'm like i'm horrible and and <laughs> And the, the, then my friends are like, oh, the claw is the hardest course. It's so narrow and so I've many trees it, yeah. it's, and all these dog legs and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I look forward to, to getting yeah. into it, but I haven't. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. Yeah. Mr. How do we find uh, drone elevations? Drone elevations. Yeah. Uh, com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the JJ Show. Brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline. Focus. Confidence. KarateBeyond.com Martial arts classes for men, women, and children. After school pickup 
evening classes, and summer camp. Visit KarateBeyond.com.